Esme. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. Go queen. So thank you guys for joining the key chat. Today's special guest is Mr. Terrence Bonner, and he is a spa owner and an esthetician. I always mispronounce that word in a spa, in a spa therapist. So I just want to talk to him about, and we talk about self-love a lot, but also self-care is super important. So I just want to talk to him about his business, how he got started, what inspires him, and also the importance of self-care. So how are you doing today? I'm good. And thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you about these um, very important topics. Yes, thank you. And we're neighbors, as we established before we started recording. So you're right next door in Mississippi. So we got our Southern roots. So I'm happy to meet you as well. So I definitely wanted to talk to you. I love how you have your, your business. It's called the Grand Station Spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so what sparked your interest in wanting to go into this industry? Well, <laughs> me being a guy, of course, this is probably not the norm for most people, but it is becoming more norm, especially for guys now. Um, but, you know, I've always been the type to like to help people. And I was introduced to um, massage in uh, high school. And, you know, it was a funny thing because the, initially it was like, oh, it was the second highest paid on the list. And I said, hmm, I may want to do this. But, you know, as time went on, you know, I really wanted to do it. And, I, and it's funny because a lot of times we don't listen to the calling that's for us and we run from it. But this one I was actually trying to go towards. And, you know, it took me three tries to finally get, you know, into the industry but you know three tries six years later i've made it to the industry and you know i've always worked in like the spa setting so you know i've always had people around me that that maybe did facials um you know hair nails and you know becoming in the industry i only did massage and I was like, I really want to, you know, add a status because I would have a client that would come in and do double services. So they may be coming to get a massage first and then next they will go in and get a facial. But they will always ask me, they'll say, well, are you going to do my facial too? And I was like, well, no, you know, there'll be, you know, so-and-so will do your facial. So I thought it would be great if I went back to school and got my aesthetic license. And now I can offer, you know, multiple services to clients, basically have a, a place where clients can go and get you know, one service. And so in my mind, I said, well, you know, I want my own business and that would be great if I could offer this to my clients. And so that's what I did. 
Um, after three years just being a massage therapist, I went back to school to become an esthetician. So now I'm a, a massage therapist and esthetician and now instructor. But um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I got started in it. And I've always wanted my own place, but I wanted to go and work for others. As I you know tell my students now, it's always best to go work for somebody else because you, you learn the ins and outs of the business. You're straight out of school. You want to make sure you have a clientele because that's what's going to keep you going if you come straight out of school you have no clientele even if you have money built up you're going to go through that money so fast because you're trying to play pay bills you're trying to buy products but you don't have the clients coming in like they need to so you know that's what i did i went and worked for others you know saw how things were you know ran i was building the clientele at the same time but you know i was looking at you know how you know how's the business run you know, how they run the business, how, you know, is it structured, you know, the concept of things. And being honest, I said, well, you know, I see some things I like, I see some things I don't like. So, you know, I kind of took what I like and, you know, kind of turned into my own. And in four years, um, I was kind of pushed to open my own business. I, you know, my goal was five years, but I was really, you know, pushed to open my own business. When I say pushed, I mean, nobody would hire me. Mm. nobody would hire me once I got my aesthetics license I was a male and it was like it was taboo it was mm. like hey it was like hey I had my massage license my aesthetics license and it was like yeah okay we'll get back with you or no automatically so it was just door this door closed that door closed this door closed so I had to make my own lane and so that's mm -hmm. what I did and so here I am today and you it's leading to my next question because that's what I want to ask you. You know, as a male, what challenges you know did you face? Because I mean, I I'm assuming this is a field dominated by women, so and I don't know if it's maybe a little extra sprinkle on it as a minority male. But you know, what challenges did you face? Which I know you touched on some of them. So how did you overcome them? Because I know you touched on a bit of them. So what? true challenges that you face and how did you overcome them and become successful? So like I stated before, um, the, the first challenge I ran into was applying to different businesses in different areas. This was not just one area, but applying to different um, places of employment and not being hired. So that was the first thing. So um, it was heartbreaking. It was discouraging because, you know, you go to school, whether it's a trade school, four-year, two-year college, you want to get out and you want to work in the field that you went to school for. And not being, being able to work in the field, because in my mind, I still wanted my own place, but I was like, you know, I really want to still go somewhere because I worked for someone doing massage, but I never worked for anybody doing aesthetics. And so I still want to go do the same thing, get my feet wet, see how things are done, you know, in the aesthetics part, but I didn't get a chance to do that. And, uh, you know, those, those were some of the challenges. Um, some of the challenges were having clients, they may not have been comfortable with a male esthetician. That's whether doing a facial, doing Brazilian waxes, you know, massages. I've ran into to that doing massages. And, you know, how I overcame that was, was, my um, core values, um, being um, determined that I'm going to succeed in this industry. It is a female-based industry, which is totally fine. Um, but, you know, I was like, I have to make my mark. 
I have to make my own lane. And that's what I did. So I, I, I won't say I cried, but you know, I, I kind of took, took the hit, but I kept running. And right. so I kept running and um, I kept put my head down and I just worked, you know, mm-hmm. I advertised and marketed and, you know, did basically I did things outside the box. Mm-hmm. I did things outside the box to um, be noticed, to be seen, to be like, hey, you know, he's doing something different over here. I want to go see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically continue to be my clientele to where I am today. So I can't honestly say I am a household name in my area. Um, and, you know, now can say, you know, outside of my area, I am a household name. And, you know, I would have been able to do that if I would have, um turned around and did something else when those door closed in my face and said, no, we're not going to hire you. Um, or listening to some family members and say, Hey, it's not going great. Just go get a regular job, you know? So, you know, but I had that vision of this is what I want to do. I'm not going to let anyone from friends, family, employers that didn't hire me, hire me to, you know, come into their place of employment to work. I'm not going to let that, um, those no's stop me. And so again, I just had to keep going on my lane. And that's what I did. Like I said, I, I thought outside the box, I did things that um, I'm already doing things that's not the normal cause. Again, I'm a guy in this female dominated <laughs> industry. Um, so I just, you know, like I said, I, I did the work. At the end of the day, I did the work. I'm still doing the work because a lot of people think that, oh, I can just go get my license or certificate. I can just do whatever. But you have to put in the work. Um, I'm 11 years in now, and it's just amazing the journey that I've been on, being able to travel around the world, different countries, and Thailand to train and travel and explore. So it's just, it's been an amazing journey. staying connected with the chat go ahead to www.theqchat.com and make sure you connect with the gold queen brand podcast the q chat gold queen was created for black women all over the world we discuss self-love at the very fullest self-love is that fuel for a better richer fuller life don't just stop at listening to the q chat make sure you head over to theqchat.com in order to connect with Go Queen, at the Go Queen site, we have our blog and we have so much more. We also have the upcoming Go Queen magazine. So go ahead to www.theqchat.com. There, you can access so many more levels to the Q Chat, connect with Go Queen, read the blog, also check out our self love merchandise, and in addition, you can go ahead and pre-order the Go Queen magazine. The magazine will be dropping in May and it features some powerful black women who will empower you. But we also will give advice on lifestyle, self-love, natural hair, so many different levels to our self-love movement. So don't forget, just go ahead and connect today, www.theqchat.com. And don't forget, go love yourself and go queen you got it girl go queen was created to remind women that they're the special privilege the ultimate prize and the full package wow so i saw that 
you won the best esthetician for 2015, 2016, and 2018, best spa of Mississippi in 2019. And I know you mentioned like you've been all over the world. What have been some of the one just the best highlights in this journey that you've had? And I, I commend you just for the fact that you didn't let any naysayers bring you down because I think that's one of the unfortunate things that entrepreneurship or just people following a dream in general, you'll have that circle of people that'll point out all those worst case scenarios. And sometimes it comes from the people who you thought would be like your cheerleaders. They do the exact opposite. So I definitely commend you for having that fighting spirit. But like I said, just these great accolades that you've received, what have been some of the greatest highs that you would just, if you could, if you can name just some of the top memorable moments in this journey of yours? So the first memorable, memorable one, I would say in 2015, I was, um, I won Among the Best Massage Therapist Awards in my city. So that was the first time I was like, what? I'm just like. And what, what part of Mississippi are you from? Columbus. Okay, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is this? I, I, I didn't know anything about it. So I was, it just came and I was like, hey, you won this. And I was like, oh my god <laughs> you know like I, I won so that kind that was the first thing like wow you know I, I i see i'm reaping the benefits of you know the 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 seed that i've been sowing and so that was the very first one the next one i would say is in 2016 when i went to thailand for the first time and when i went it was nothing short of amazing because i almost didn't go mm -hmm. um it was i met the lady that I went went uh, with in February of 2016, she was leaving October of 2016. Mm. And the price was $5,000. So I was like, I got a few months because of course I had to pay for it uh, maybe two months prior to us leaving. So I didn't have that much. So I was like, okay, how am I going to get this money <laughs> to go? And, um, but I'm also an educator. So I went to her and I said, I really want to learn this particular style of reflexology, Thai foot reflexology, because I would love to go back to Mississippi um, and teach this to the Mississippi Therapy because um, we're just kind of limited on the continued education that we have. And so I wanted to bring diversity. I want to bring something different. Um, and, you know, traveling around and just learning different things that not, that's not being offered. And she said, well, you can learn it from me or you can go learn it from the ones who created it. And she was like, you can go to Thailand with me. And, you know, we began to talk and she was like, yeah, it's $5,000. And I was like, oh, wow. And, I, you know, initially I was like, yeah, I'm not, I ain't gonna be able to do that. You know, but I put my head down. I went back and I was like, I really want to do this. I really want, you know, and being honest, you know, she said you can really market it and say, you went to Thailand and learned this and you came, you know, and come back and teach it. And so that's what I did. I, I scraped up, scraped up the money. I saved, I, you know, changed habits that I had. I saved up the money and I went. And so that was definitely an experience. Um, you know, it was almost like a one time, one in a lifetime experience. But fortunately, I did have the, um, the opportunity to go uh, go again in 2018. So I went again in 2018. And when I went in 2018, I really didn't want to come back. <laughs> it was, um, 
you know, it was it was a, a really great experience both times. And um, those were, you know, some of the highlights. And then in 2019, when we won Best Spa of uh, Mississippi, that that blew my mind. That blew my mind. I'm just like, wow. I had never, over the years, I had been seeing different people. You know, when it when the winners would be announced, that's the only time I would see it. So I would see some local people, the rest of the people in Mississippi win. I'm just like, wow, you know, they they win, you know, among the best every year. And I'm just like, how do you even enter this? And it was crazy. It was 2018, I think in the summer, maybe like June, July. And I put in my phone, I went to the website and it said that they start voting in March, March 1st, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I put in my phone in June, to remind me in March to begin to vote, to put it out there and say, hey, you know, vote for us. And that's what I did. And not knowing that we were going to win number one. And my the rep that I was talking to, she said, it was crazy because it was like, we've never heard of you. You know, this is your first time. And I'm, I'm you know, I was speechless. I told my team at the time, um, I said, y'all, I, I really feel good about this. I said, if we win, I said, I'm going to take y'all wherever y'all want to go. Wherever you want to go, I'm going to take you. And um, at the time, that was like, you know, we wouldn't want to cheesecake factory. Some people had been, some people hadn't. Um, it was in Birmingham, about an hour and a half, hour, four to five minutes mm-hmm. away from us. And they said, that's where they want to go. And I said, well, if we win, I'm taking all everybody to Cheesecake Factory. And when we won, I said, well, I hope y'all ready to go to Cheesecake Factory because we, I'm, I'm going to take y'all and we won. So uh-huh. that those were um, some of the highlights of, you know, my career and Again, starting back in 2010, going to massage school, I would have never imagined being able to do, go and see the things that people to touch, my clients, other colleagues of mine, reaching back out, you know, educating. I had no idea I would be where I am today. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, just going forward, I try now try to pour back into um, of my other colleagues, students now, me teaching um, in a school setting. So it's those are definitely my highlights. Wow. You have such good energy. Like, you know, like I can just <laughs> feel it, like just the happiness you have. And that's like they said, it's a blessing when a person can find their purpose. And when you're doing something you love, it's not work, you know, because you're doing oh, something. It's your passion. And I can feel it just, you know, just seeing you talking to you, like it, it, I can feel it. So I think that's an amazing thing. So I wanted to talk to you further. And you mentioned your core values in one of your previous answers, but I want to get deeper with it because I know you also have a workbook, which I want to talk about that too. And one thing that I picked up just in your research and just, you know, you mentioned your team is obviously not only pursuing your business, but you're also giving it back to people. You being an instructor, having employees, you know, it's giving back. So I want to talk to you deeper about those core values, determination plus core values equals success. So can you just break this down? Because like I said, just a lot of things that you mentioned, I feel that manifestation, just claiming things too, like you heard the 5,000 at first, like, wait a minute, but you still claimed it, you manifested it, you were able to do it, you manifested that you were going to win that award, 
you know, and just achieving, accomplishing your dreams. So let's talk further about this whole determination plus core values equals success. I definitely want to hear your breakdown of this. Yeah, so it was crazy. When I, it was crazy. My publisher would tell you I stalked her. Um, but I, when, I, when I became a massage therapist, there were names that were known in the industry. And my publisher was one of those names. So I had been following her for 10 years. Hmm. And she didn't know who I was, but, and I had never met her, but I had just been following her. So when she, you know, said that she was a publisher, that's what she did. I just felt drawn to her. And the conversations that we had initially, you know, everything that's in my book, um, it came from my mind, but it was just like, she had to almost like, okay, you know what you're doing. You have to just write it down. You have to write it down. So it was so crazy. I cried. Mm. I I literally cried because she pulled out some things that we are known in our culture to bury. We're known to have things to happen in our life and we bury it. And, you know, we try to forget about it. And also I I cried several times coming up with it. Um, But what I found out going through, going back to, it took me three tries and six years to go to massage school. So Mm -hmm. that was determination. Mm -hmm. But even before that, which I talk about in the book, at four or five years old, Yes, four or five. I remember four or five years old. Um, four years having faith when me and my mom almost died. I was being hit by a train. Mm. When I say we were this close by hit, she if she would have not turned the wheel when she did, we would be probably dead. And mm. and I wouldn't be here speaking to you today. Wow. Um, so at four years old, I found faith. Um, faith that my life was predestined for greatness for where I am now and you know where I'm going and that was at four years old at five years old um I was uh determined again (laughs) the the, it's crazy because people would 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 say would say things to me about my five-year-old self and I would just laugh because I'm like okay yeah you read the book um (laughs) but at five years old I I ran away from my my new babysitter back to my old babysitter. Mm. I was taken from her because I was five years old. I didn't understand. She was getting older. Mm. She was getting older and she couldn't handle my more activeness self. And Mm. so my parents had to move me from her to a new babysitter. I loved her chicken and dumplings. I love my room that I had, my bed that I had. I, you know, I just moved her house, everything. But I was taken away from that, but not knowing at five years old why. I just knew I was not going back to Miss Rosie anymore. <laughs> and I was placed in a new place. I hated it. She couldn't cook, all, all this stuff. And one day I said, you know what? I'm going back. I'm going back. And I made my escape route. I left out the door. She she went to sleep. She took she laid me down for a nap, but I wasn't asleep. But she laid down for a nap. When she laid down for her nap, I went out the door. I walked. <laughs> it was <laughs> it's funny. I walked and I made my path. It, and it's funny when I when I wrote the book, my dad and my sister went with with me and we actually walked 
from that place where it was back to where um, the babysitter that I uh, ran away to uh, or back to, we walked. And I think it was about three miles. Mm. So I wasn't thinking about being hit by a car. I wasn't being, I wasn't thinking about being kidnapped, killed, any of that. I was, the only thing I was thinking about was I want to get back to Miss Rosie. Mm. And that's what I did at five years old. When my, when my mom finally found me because I was missing, they didn't know where I was. She didn't, when, when I went, when I got to the door, knocked on the door, she was thinking that, oh, she was, she was searching because my mom, that's what happened. My mom was always in a rush trying to get me where she, where I had to be and her get to work. That's, um, she was like, oh, which maybe she just was so, such in a hurry that she forgot that I no longer, you know, came here. And so she thought I had, she just dropped me off and she went to work. So she just brought me in the house. She made my, um, my chicken and dumplings. You know, <laughs> I cut on my cartoons and I was just at, just at home. So not knowing that it was a search party out for me, trying to find me. And um, I think it was a bus driver at the time. He had told my mom, he said, yeah, I saw a little boy walking with a book bag or whatever. And uh, when my mama finally came, and of course, everybody asked me, did she whoop me? No, she did not whoop me. <laughs> she was just so you know glad to find me. And um, the first thing I told her, she was like, why, you know, why did you you know you could have and what i told her was well i looked both ways before i crossed the street <laughs> so <laughs> it is so you know those were my pillars of life growing up and not knowing it and i talk about that in the book how so many people don't know that they have core values but they grew up with them or they developed them at a younger age, but not knowing uh, about them and really connecting with them as an adult. And the workbook came about during COVID. I wrote the book during COVID. When COVID happened, I'm a very hands-on person when it comes to my business. And I felt so helpless during COVID because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't say, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll just go in and do, I couldn't do anything. Everybody was shut down, of course. But I, I began to see so many businesses closed down because, you know, their business wasn't set up right. Um, you know, they, you know, said there was a business, but, you know, they wasn't paying themselves like they should. Um so they may have been paying themselves, but not on paper. So they couldn't get, you know, any type of assistance or anything. So I, I kept seeing that. And I was just like, man, this business holds. This business has been here forever. This is this. So I was just like, I want to create something so I can help others going further forward or even for the ones that are in business and set up their business correctly. That way, if this happens again, you have the right documents that you need. You rather have you have the right paperwork that you need so that you can get some assistance so you would not have, have to close down. And so that's what I began to do. But I started with my core values because even for me, if it wasn't for my core values, I wouldn't have made it. Mm. Those those were my that was my foundation that that held me because again, I, I went into a state of depression because I couldn't do anything. But you know, I just had to keep. I had to keep thinking about faith. I had to keep about keep thinking about determination. You know, my willpower of just like 
this is what I want to do. This is my business. I'm going to fight for my business. And so, you know, it really, you know, grounded me to keep going, to keep fighting um, and going forward with my business. So that's how the, the, the core values came about. And then, you know, with the workbook, you know, some people, some people don't like it, but it makes you think. So it's not a book that you'll get and that you'll just, oh, you're going to just read through. No, if you are, if you want your business to succeed, if you want your business to excel to the next level, um, excel to the next level, then, you know, you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to put in the work so that, um, you know, you won't, you won't run into that issue of you not having the paperwork that you need, whether that is um, assistance with, you know, PPP or a small business loan, whether there's business credit, I'll talk about business credit in the book, um, talking about cost per service. That's a huge thing a lot of people don't think about or really understand is cost per service. Um, understanding um, what it takes to do the work, what it take, what it costs to do the work, the timing. I talk about that, try to break it down, you know, in a way that, you know, everybody will understand um, so that it gives you a outlook on um, of running the business and paying yourself. Mm. Paying yourself the way you should be paid because you don't want to go in business and you're just working, 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 but you're not paying yourself because that's not a business, that's a hobby. Right. So you want to, you know, make sure that you're paying yourself, you know, you know, making sure everything is, you know, handled, whether they should have employees or not, but making sure that you're paying yourself and, you know, you're charging your worth, but you're understanding the breakdown. So if you're using products and stuff like that, how much is it costing you to use those specific products? How much that um, you're going to make, you're going to make from that particular service or whatever that you're doing. And then how much is going to go back to the business so that your business can continue to run. And, and also, if you need to, you know, purchase more products, you know, you have to look at all of those things in order to make a profit and, and pay yourself. So I talk about all of that, you know, in the book. Um, but like I said, I had to break it down but so people would understand um, what it what it really takes to run a business because it, it takes a lot. And a lot of people don't know until they until they get into it. And then, you know, some people just like they feel overwhelmed because it's like, well, I don't know you know, where to go or where to turn or where to do this. So, you know, again, that's that's my my goal now is to reach back for the ones that want the help and need the help. Um, you know, whether that's one-on-one coaching or group coaching. Um, so I'm just excited, you know, about it because, you know, I've gotten great, great, great feedback from the book. So I'm super excited. That's great. That is great. And that's that story about running away is boggling my mind. <laughs> When did you start the Bonner Institute? Because I, I know obviously you said like you teach students. So when did you start that? And with the Institute, is it strictly just teaching them, you know, the spa services or is it also the business pole part with the work with that separate, right? So the Institute is just to get people certified as an esthetician? So I saw the Bonner Institute in August of 2020. I kind of mm -hmm. rebranded because I had been teaching continuing education prior to and I just rebranded to the Bonner Institute, uh, which is trademarked as well. And it it uh, encompasses it all. So it encompasses me teaching continuing education to licensed professionals, whether it's massage or aesthetics. 
as well as um, business classes. So whether that is somebody's open a business and they're needing help to open their business, regardless if they're in my industry or not, because when you're setting up a business, it's all the same. Mm. all the same so you know whether there's you know helping with EIN the business structure the entity LLC sole proprietor partnership you know I help with that I help with you know trying to find the right bank for you if you're ready for an accountant which I recommend everybody you know finding their accountant because again when, when you're running the business you want to have your full mind in the business but you do want to work on the business but what i'm saying is you don't want to be so overwhelmed and that you're not doing things the way they need to be done so you know even if you you um have just a bookkeeper um versus having an accountant starting out with the bookkeeper to help you know help you stay on track so whether that's uh, sales tax you have to pay which you just paid every month um, or employee taxes that have to be paid every month, you know, you have somebody to help you, um, assist you with the things that, you know, you have to do. Mm. Okay. So with the platform, I talk about self-love a lot, but I want to do a little spin on it because obviously your profession focuses on self-care. So how important is it, or what, how do you, how important do you think it is just for men and women, just for the actual physical you know, act of self-care, just taking care of yourself, pampering yourself, just taking care of your skin, you know, how, how important do you think it is? I think sometimes people may not realize how important, and obviously I'll talk about self-care and self-love, the internal portion, but the mm-hmm. external, of course, is equally important. So just what's your stance on that? So it's very, very, very important, not just because I'm in this industry. So I say that because when I tell clients, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my massage. They look at me like, oh, you get massages too? I'm just like, yeah, it's what I do. So I'm just like, I can't tell you to come back in four weeks or two weeks or every week. And I'm not doing it. So, you know, it's very important because for one, we all deal with stress. And stress is one of the number one, one of the killers. And I try to talk about topics that I know people are very um you know, in tune to or have dealt with. So stress, I talk about stress and then I talk about hypertension or high blood pressure because in our culture, um, we deal with both um, a lot. And so I talk about that because I know people can relate to it. So with stress, you know, whether that is you're dealing with family, you're dealing with kids, you're dealing with school, work, what all of it combined together, we all deal with stress and massage therapy or even just getting a facial um, helps relax you. You 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 can, for once, be still. Um, but you do have to to take your mind off of what's going on to let your body and your mind to just relax. So if I know somebody, and you know, clients come in, they talk, and you know, for me, I listen to the client. I listen to the client and I listen to the body. So I'm listening to the client and I'm listening to their body and see how their body is. And most people, you know, they come in like this. And so, you know, I may give them breathing exercises to do to say, you know what, just let's just stop for a minute. Of course, the music is going in the background to really just relax them. And it's like, hey, you know what, just take it. Let's take a few minutes and you just just breathe, Mm. you know. 
you know, make sure the phone is off. You know, I have a lot of people come in sometimes and their phone's still going. I'm just like, you can't relax that way. But, you know, just basically, you know, get away from everything. Yes, I know you're going to have to go back to it, but for in this hour, in this 90 minute, in this 30 minute, whatever time that we have, this is your time. And this is, you know, for you. Because I hear so many people that was like, well, I just don't have time. I just don't have time. But they're doing everything else for other people this, doing that, doing that, but they have to take time for themselves. Um, and then um, hypertension or high blood pressure. Massage therapy can help with that. Um, so much so, um, I can say that it can bring you off of your medicine if you go on a regular basis. When I say regular basis, that may be a, once a week. Um, I had a colleague, um, had a client that was on three different, diff different types of blood pressure medicine at one time. This particular client came in once a week for a whole year. After that year, that client came came off of two. It was only on one wow. after that year. So, you know, you have to be dedicated. You know, massage therapy is an alternative to of medicine. Um, you know, those are some of the wars that we have won, have won over the year um, because a lot of people just didn't understand that, you know, it's, it's alternative um Sorry about that. Um, but it was it's, it's an alternative of medicine. And, um, you know, a lot of people think about massage. They think about, oh, just it's foo-foo or it's just, you know, um, this is just that. But it's it has very therapeutic um, connections, um, whether that's stress, whether that's um, hypertension, whether that's range of motion problems, chronic pain, um, circulation issues or problems people deal with. So it helps with so many different things that a lot of people just don't correlate with it. But I can honestly say when the pandemic happened, since the pandemic has happened, I think a lot of people have been more in tune with self-care and taking care of themselves more. So I, that's something that I, I think that we all have gotten from that, which is a positive thing. So for, you know, we can't, you know, we did, a lot of people have lost a lot of people, but I think it woke a lot of people up when it came to, you know, self-care. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's something, you know, because I don't, I don't think I ever even thought about how important massage therapy will help just for all the different things that you named. And, you know, like I said, I always talk about the internal so much that sometimes, you know, I think people get each one mixed up. Sometimes they mix up self-love with self-care and vice versa, but just loving yourself, taking care of yourself, you know, of course the internal is important, but the external is extremely important. And I think sometimes we're so busy and stressed out that we neglect one or the other. And oftentimes both will neglect the internal and the external because we're just so busy doing everything but taking care of ourselves. But before we do it at end everything, you know, like I said, you have a very great story, you know, very, I love how you, you're giving back to people. So now I want to talk about the internal though. Like you've talked about some of your highs and lows and just, you know, exercising those core values, but it hasn't been like the, a smooth journey. You've had some ups and downs. So self-love, obviously the, the extension of self-care, the internal is, a, is super important in just how we attack things, how we accomplish our goals, just owning a business like yourself, pouring it out to people. So how important has self-love been for you just to have that confidence 
just for you to also, when you have those moments where people were shutting some doors in your face, but you didn't let it stop you, how important was self-love and still is for you to just accomplish what you've accomplished, the success you've attained, how you poured into others, how important has the internal portion of self-love been to you? It's It's been great. And I think having self-love and the inner, uh, internal portion of that um, only shows on the outside. Um, like you said, you was like, I just, you know, I just feel your energy. I feel your energy. And, and it's true that, you know, that's how, that's the type of person I am. Like I've had clients to come in that felt uncomfortable with, like, I, you know, I talked about before, Brazilian wax, but as, you know, the session goes on, we began to talk and it was just like, oh my God, oh my God, he's so, you know, he's so, you know, humble and he's nice. He's very knowledgeable. So for me, you know, having that self-confident knowing, you know, even though, you know, you told me, no, I know that I'm good enough and I'm worthy enough to do, you know, whatever it is that I put my mind to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, having that self-confident, that self-love um, has gotten me very far and not, again, listening to you know, naysayers or outsiders, you know, their negative opinions or, you know, their nose, you know, but having that self-love and, and self, self um, determination, you know, so that, that has gotten me, you know, where I am today. My final question I want to ask you is, what would you tell someone who, what's your advice for someone on how to flip that note? Because that's, you know, sometimes we're going to not always be received. We're not going to always receive that support. So just from your journey and your experience, what's, what advice would you give that person on how to handle that note? Uh, believe in yourself. Believing in yourself um, will take you all the way. Because for me, when I heard the no. When I heard the just get a regular job, you know, that was, you know, and that and that came, I can I can speak about it. I'll talk to him, I'll put it in my book. But that that go get another job came from my dad. And, you know, today, you know, we've talked several times and you know, he's very supportive. He's he's always been supportive, but you know, he would give you those cons that we talked about before. He's, you know, he'll give you those cons of like, well, what about this and what about that one like this? But you know, if I would have listened to the no, I would have went and did something else. If I would have listened to go get that regular job, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so me knowing and believing in myself kept me going, knowing that the vision God gave me kept me going so i couldn't listen to anybody else i couldn't listen to the con this this harp on the cons that i heard to stop me so believing in yourself is number one because if you don't believe in yourself even though they're your parents or your friends your best friend your cousin whoever you have to believe in yourself and i had to prove myself right not so much of proving him or whoever wrong. I want to prove myself right, that this was the calling that was given to me. And I followed that. And I, here I am today. Wow. 
Thank you so much for this conversation. This has been great. Like I said, your energy it just is so happy. I can see someone, I can see how someone coming in for your services would be calm because me just talking to you gave me a sense of happiness. <laughs> so I so said, you have a great energy. But before we end everything, tell everybody how they can find you, how they can utilize your services. Like I said, you're a hop, skip, and a jump away. You're right next door in Mississippi. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you. So you can reach me um, on my website, which is thebonnerinstitute.com, um, whether that is, you know, a discovery call, a coaching call, um, and also on social media, you can follow me at I am underscore Terrence Bonner on uh, Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much. Like I said, this has been a very great conversation, and I'm, I'm happy for you. We just need it, but just hearing your energy and you know accept those no's it's just important to feed into somebody else to speak life into them and just tell them how to not accept a no because a lot of times people get that no and it stops them they don't keep going they let that one no and it could just be one simple no or one simple naysayer and they just give up that dream and you like you said if you had to accept that those no's you wouldn't have went to thailand you wouldn't have had this great experience you wouldn't have your business so i guess i do commend you and thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. Go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh.